create with France Sydney. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. This is France Sydney. So welcome to episode number 104 of Create with France. This is a show where we create our life. How do we do that? By looking at many mind hacks we can use to see the way we think and we act and what happens when we keep going in loops around these behaviors and we don't change. So let's get tuned today to a very specific topic which is perinatal anxiety. Now if you have been around anyone who is pregnant you know you might have noticed a little bit of anxiety which is absolutely normal because you know according to the NHS up to 10 to 20 percent of pregnancy or one in eight uh, women you know they just don't have a baby in the end there is something that goes wrong and miscarriage is very very common so women are aware of that and their husbands are aware of that so everybody gets a little bit worried especially in the first three to six months once a baby is viable in six months a lot of anxiety goes away because you know it's a lot easier to save a baby something goes a little bit not in the right way however while it is very good and normal to be concerned for the baby and to look after ourselves so that we look after this embryo and fetus and and future baby there is a point where this is becoming a problem because we are worrying so much that we are actually developing a form of anxiety which is a lot of stress fear that something will go wrong and they will completely change and affect our days so much we cannot function anymore and we routinely do a lot of weird stuff we we see that it's not right but we can't stop it because we are so jittery and worried and this happens for many many reasons so i thought that i would just uh, talk about it today for just a little while and see how it goes now as a premise we are all surrounded by so much information from everywhere the internet books the doctors the friends people who had babies people who never had babies and so not all the information we get from everyone else is useful is true or is good and appropriate for us to know about at that moment some of the information about giving birth or having children young children in the home can sound downright scary for people who have not experienced it you will see that second time mothers are usually much more prepared than first time moms because they know what's going to happen so as doctors always say common sense goes a long way so we also know from medical studies and from normal you know gp chats that being so concerned that we get anxiety may actually affect the future health of a baby emotionally and physically and not just our own emotional health so it's important that we learn good ways of keeping our anxiety and worry under control so that we can gain, gain as much peace as possible during the pregnancy and during the birth and afterwards. And what really matters is to establish a really good foundation. This foundation is not what I'm going to talk about today because that is really part of you know, what a midwife will tell you, a GP, and of course, as you will probably guess, is to a very good nutrition, so complete nutrition, because you're having two people that the need macronutrients and minerals and vitamins and everything. So 
there will be like a whole sort of episodes from a specialist point of view, which is not what I'm going to talk about. Then you will need exercise. So you want to talk to somebody about exercise, maybe yoga, stretching, because it's so useful to feel great. You will need rest and you will need sleep. And I know you're going to say, oh, but, but, but don't worry. I'm not going to discuss this with you because that is not my area of expertise. And I'm only just talking about the emotional part of being anxious. Okay, so if you have any questions so that you want to talk to specialists like midwives or your doctor or whoever is a antenatal um, person, they can help you at your hospital, etc. etc. It's not going to be me. A, a small little thing that I wanted to add is that, of course, if we spend an inordinate amount of time reading horror stories of what can happen to a woman while she's pregnant or when she's giving birth, if we even focus on what can possibly go wrong, we're just going to intensify any feelings of fear or uncomfortable um, worry about being pregnant, like giving birth to, to any child of any size because you know, some gruesome description just shouldn't be even on the internet because you just get really worried. But you know, things can happen to anyone, even driving the car. That doesn't mean that we should, before going to drive every morning, we should read about all the accidents, look at all the photos of what possibly happened. So we are prepared. The best way to prepare for a journey is to learn how to drive the car and to be alert to what comes from the right and from the left. So as a matter of fact, as I well remember from my six pregnancies, it is very, very typical that you, when you have a estrogen going up, you will feel just so emotional. In fact, a lot of people find out that they are pregnant because they are so emotional. They are crying a lot, they are feeling sad, they have this intense wave of emotion for everything, and they answer back to everyone, they are like, why am I like that? And then we do a pregnancy test, and ta-da, you are expecting a baby. Oh! That's why I felt like that. Okay, now that feels better, but I'm still very sad and upset about everything. So there is a really good level of estrogen there that is involved. You're not going mad. It's it's your body going a little bit mad. So don't worry too much about it. It will pass. And in a lot of cases, only last three months. In other, it lasts a little bit longer. And so once again, your GP, your midwives have a point of information to go and not look for horror stories, but look for factual information on what can possibly happen but don't worry too much if you realize that you're getting a little bit worried and and upset about certain things because that's really part of the experience of being pregnant and you know thinking about what's going on why why am I shutting down why I'm so I'm just so full of these new emotions and there is a point though when this stuff just creeps so much into our daily life and then we are not functioning properly anymore. We are crying all the time. Well, that is the right time to approach a therapist or a professional to talk about what's going on. And this is especially true if we are getting, in our mind, intrusive images, ideations about harming the baby, dying, killing, anything like that that comes to our mind, uh, we should be on alert and realize that research has shown that this can happen to some women, but we we are not actually planning to harm the baby just because the idea is there. I wanted to quote Dr. Sarah Oreck, who is a reproductive psychiatrist, and I watched one of her Med Circle videos, 
And she was saying that as long as we feel horrified by negative thoughts about getting rid of a baby, which is like an alien inside us, all is fine. We're not delusional people who will take negative actions. However, if it is happening all the time and we feel like we, we don't want to leave a bed, we're crying all the time, feeling suicidal, feeling want to kill the baby, okay, that's still the time to check with the doctor what's going on. Is it my hormones? What's there? Can you help me? There are many, many levels of such type of anxiety that can affect women. And at times, this anxiety might feel completely overwhelming. And you might feel as if you're going to die. You're going to have a heart attack. And this is a real panic attack. So what happens is your anxiety is so high that your body is giving a physical manifestation, believing that the thoughts that are there, going in loops, are true. So back again, a therapist is what can help you with anxiety. It is normal anxiety to just want to take care of his baby, make sure everything is okay, checking the baby's breathing, but not every 30 seconds, you know? So when you realize that your normal life cannot happen because, you know, maybe the child is a year old and you can never leave a child with anyone because they may harm the baby. Well, you can never sleep because if you sleep, the baby might die. Okay, then back again. That's when you need help. But most of the times, it's just a normal, very healthy feeling of protection towards ourselves and the baby or babies that are coming. Now, there, is, there are several types of anxiety, and one is in the beginning when you start wondering, oh my gosh, what's going to happen, my body's going to change, etc. And what was going to happen when the baby's born, but it's so far ahead, you know, thinking. Then there's the middle, where a kind of way, you know, you're getting settled to everything, and with a pregnancy, things are happening, you know, your body's changing, your mind is changing, you start thinking about the possibility of having somebody in the house that you didn't know before. Well, in the third trimester, you might be preparing a, a room, a start your nesting, you know, thinking, oh, wow, this is actually happening. And also, you're bigger, it's very noticeable, you're heavier, you might have lots of symptoms, physically pleasant or not. So you know that this is a big thing that is going to happen. And also, you can feel that there is a baby, maybe more than one, and that is moving. And it's very powerful, you feel this movement, you sometimes can feel something really small, inside your body, you can feel those bubbles, it's so exciting, it's wonderful, but also as the baby becomes bigger and bigger, he has less space to move. And so because he moves less, and you are used to all this, you know, movement, you might worry and worry and spend the whole day trying to listen up with some kind of echoing device and a sonar, <laughs> whatever it is, and you're like, oh my gosh, what's going on? So back again, be careful of how much you're doing, are you just fretting for anything or is this a normal baseline for you? So just get maybe the help of a person that who you're living with to check with you things so that you can just breathe deeply and relax and not just go absolutely berserk about everything because it's not going to help anyone. As time goes by, your anxiety might have a little difference. For example, you might be super concerned about the fact, oh my gosh, I'm going to give birth and this is going to be painful, what am I going to do, is there any painkiller I can use, what if it doesn't work, because we all read those horror stories when uh, the woman was not in a position to have a painkiller because she was at the supermarket or in the elevator, you know, 
and then nothing happened. It was this very fast birth and things happened. And, um, you know, we don't know what's going to happen, but worrying about it is not the same as getting prepared for that. It's just a different way. And it's, it's such a waste of our energy. It is much better to prepare than to just to worry about something. And so the concern that can fill your mind until you're absolutely worried and, and sickening and worried, it could be about anything. You could be worried, oh my gosh, my, my life is about to change. How am I going to be able to sleep with one or two children in the house? I already have children. It's so hard. What am I going to miss up when I not going to work for several months I'm going to be left behind and then what is the baby sick will I be able to find a good pediatrician to take care of him how is he going to react to all these injections when he's young is he going to be poorly is he going to have flu what am I going to do so the questions come and come and come and there is a point when you have to say well that's enough I just tackle them one by one but I don't have to be worried all the time about these problems And the thing is, there is, back again, a baseline of thinking about all this stuff that can happen. Some will be pleasant, some will not be very pleasant. But the problem is when a normal concern of a good mother becomes something like racing thoughts. When we realize that this list of things that are going to happen in our mind, none of them are good. So we realize that we, we can only focus on, on the bad things that are going to happen. We cannot concentrate on anything else. And we realize that there is something on our stomach. It's not the weight of a baby. It's that you can't breathe well. And you can't breathe because you're almost on the verge of a panic attack. Or you might feel a lot of heat and it's not the, um, the heartburn. And you have a stomach sickness, but that's because you are so anxious, you are agitated. And some people become very angry when they are when they're in this condition. So you have to see when there is adrenaline that is coming in and is pushed by all this anxiety, all your body will tense up and things will happen. And so we have to really try to learn there is a difference between what we are thinking and what the truth is there's a massive difference we always have to check with evidence what we're thinking okay don't take everything as if it's you know out of a horse's mouth that's what it's going to be just because aunt jane had a terrible pregnancy and birth or whatever that doesn't mean we're going to have the same so why does this anxiety happen in some cases because we are anxious individuals we do not know how to cope with our feelings because we were taught to hide our feelings, to, to make them very mild. When we were young, we were not allowed to cry, we were not allowed to rejoice or to move around much. We had to be seen but not heard or maybe not even seen. And maybe emotions were a difficult thing for us. And as we grew up, we might realize that this problem is still present and then Maybe we need some counseling, some group work, some coaching, whatever you find useful, a book, a course, whatever you want, to learn how to deal with feelings. And that's a very important part, you know, thinking about yourself, pampering yourself, nourishing yourself, and learning how to have coping mechanisms. Because you cannot eliminate a pregnancy, but you, but you can turn off, turn down, 
should a lot of his unwanted negative racing thoughts and the fact is that when you are pregnant your body your mind are constantly checking continuously if everything is okay there if a baby is okay if your heart is okay so all your senses are heightened that's why you have a much better sense of smell as i remember my nose i was as good as a dog i could smell anything from miles away i couldn't go to any place because everything stank badly i won't tell you what it was but it was horrible and then you know the third month poof i went back to a nose matches i can't smell anything pretty much and it was heaven ah i can go again to have my eye tested whatever because i couldn't smell anymore the bad stuff on the on the carpet so all our senses are becoming stronger and more alert because they have to pick up anything you had a sixth sense there to tell you what's going on it's the mother that says to the doctor i noticed there's something i don't feel good about this there's something going on the doctor says oh all is fine she said no no check me check me and they realize the fetus is not developing well it's got problems and having the proper scan and we see there is an issue because she could feel there was something different about this baby so it is good that our body is having all these mechanisms to protect us and to help us and um, we should be happy that we can follow the gut feelings and we will notice and we sometimes will enhance the smallest problem and we might even tend to overthink even very simple stuff we're gonna overthink it thinking oh my gosh this is gonna really damage me or the baby might die if I eat this if I do that if I sleep in this position if I do too much or this or that and the looping of the thoughts that we can stop that's another big problem so you have to really navigate what's really going on is it just the hormones what am i an anxious person is it a mix of the two and you know we're so lucky that we know there are ways of dealing with the situation so you need to talk to somebody and um, i hope you're not surprised if i tell you that one of the best things that you can do as an expecting woman is to hamper yourself is to take care of your baby through taking care of you because some women think that oh if i take care of myself i'm neglecting the baby but it's really quite the contrary because the baby is in you and then when it comes out of you he's still part of you is very attached to you and if you're not taking care of yourself you are drained the baby can feel that so start with taking care of yourself by listening to what your body is telling you because there are moments when you might need to be calmed to be rebalanced or to be soothed and so there are very simple tools that you can use um, for example learning how to breathe deeply this will be so useful if you go into a normal natural labor learning to relax after the contractions and how to breathe very deeply it's a very good help because if you are tense everything is going to feel a lot a lot worse i'm not going to say that through relaxation you can have a whole birth in a brief that happens to someone women but not to everyone so it is good to be prepared but being relaxed during pregnancy learning how to breathe how to be kind of detached a little bit like, ah, just ah. you know that is so good for you and the baby can feel that it will be a calmer baby if a mom is calm. Because of that, meditation is also very suggested for those who can do it. Yoga classes, 
This doesn't mean you're going to be upside down unless you want to, but really means to sit down and do your stretches and feel just nature around you, breathe deeply and just do something slow that will center you. Then there is massage, a very special massage for pregnant women. There are swimming classes for pregnant women. And there are other free things. For example, walking in the nature. And you think, oh, everybody knows that. Yeah, but are you actually doing it? Or are you spending the whole day painting with toxic stuff the walls of a nursery room? You have to get yourself out in nature, whether it's winter or not. Pregnancy is nine months, so there is time for both. Walk in nature, walk on the grass, sit on a bench, sit near a tree, look at the animals, breathe, and remember, this is only nine months of your life. It's not going to be forever, and the good feelings you want to treasure and to remember, and anything negative you want it to pass by and you wave it goodbye, because you don't want anything bad to stay for a long while in your mind. And you might not be surprised if I suggest to find good books. It is not good to be always online, on social media, etc. If that's going to be scary for you, but it's an excellent idea to get those books you always wanted to read and get them out and read some when you don't know what to do with your time, if you're feeling a bit restless and you want to rest but you can't really sleep, maybe read a page or two of a good book instead of going online and check your messages. It's so good to read. Even after, when the baby is born, I remember reading books while I was nursing the baby because it was a good time now. We're going nowhere. Here's a good book. And there was the internet, but it was a lot better to just read a book in a really funny position, I remember. <laughs> but it can happen. And also another good thing is to write in a journal and see how your feelings are changing, all the emotions that you can have. And the fact that, you know, People think that when you're pregnant, you're really happy. But even women who really wanted to have children, sometimes when they are pregnant, they realize they're not rejoicing. They're not full of happiness and light feelings. They're actually a bit angry or worried or exhausted straight away. There are lots and lots of feelings that are not what society wants you to have or expects you to have you know with social media maybe you might not be looking at your best you feel like you're very tired especially in certain parts of the pregnancy some women feel exhausted and um, there might be even law of in iron but you are really building another body inside your body so that takes a lot of courage and energy to just go through the whole day and plus you have work to do you might have husband and children you might have a job which is a lot on your mind so it's important to understand to just think for a minute what you can do every day to nourish yourself and to start well of course there will be many many women who are very independent they want to work until the very last day they want to do everything on their own and they want to do all the decorating of the rooms and all the repairing of the clothes, everything on their own. And, um, and then they end up exhausted, angry, frustrated and stressed out. In pregnancy, it is so important that we make a list of what we need to do, 
what we want and what we're planning to have during the nine months and after. And it's a really good time to ask for help from our family, from our friends, from our colleagues or a professional, depending on our needs and be very, very clear. Sometimes we are not helpful because we're not telling people what we want. And I get it. Sometimes we don't know what we want. But sometimes we do. And if we are specific about our needs, we will avoid so much frustration and so much wasted time, even from people who really want to help us. So don't be so independent. They deprive others from a chance of giving good service and, you know, maybe laugh and cry together when you're having a bad day. And uh, you really want to find out what are the tools that you will need mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, so that they will allow you to take care of yourself and take care of a baby when he or she is born, or the babies. You know, some people have twins and triplets and it's a lot of work, isn't it? And so if you start thinking about the tools you will need, instead of thinking what can go wrong, think how you can prepare for what's going to happen. And that is always better. So I hope that this was helpful to understand the difference between the normal concern of a good mother and the anxiety that is out of hand and that can get us completely distracted from a normal life and focus only on the things that can go badly. We can do a lot if we ask for help, if we reach for a professional and if we take some time every day to just be still for a minute and to be grateful for the good things that we have and to enjoy the small things, to enjoy those small moments because they can help us to counter those other moments and days where things are not going well. We might be only to be worried about something. So remember, our brain cannot focus on two things at the same time. So when bad thoughts come to your brain, you need to be able to know how to get the thoughts out of your way so you can feel calmer and soothed again. There is an information overload everywhere about this, so you can easily find loads of relaxation, YouTube videos and MP3 files, there will be apps, there will be all sorts. But if you need help because you really cannot relax in this pregnancy, you're worried about everything, work, disease and how you're gonna feel, and you're starting to feel really, really tense, then that's the time to contact a professional. And you can choose which one. I can help with your anxiety and with coaching to get you to clear up what is actually the real concern that you have. Because sometimes we think we're concerned about one thing, but um, that's only the tip of the iceberg. And there is something underneath. And my specialist means to, to get down to find out exactly, to pinpoint what it is that we are really worried about. And sometimes that's why hypnosis is so good, because hypnosis can help you to go back to the past and find out again that moment when you felt the need to be soothed and you didn't get it, or you couldn't be soothed by somebody else, or you couldn't relax, or you were not good enough, whatever there was, and that event is still in your mind today on a subconscious level and is affecting your response to a pregnancy. So that's a time when hypnosis can be very, very useful. 
There is also another thing that you can do with hypnosis, and they have one of these birthing hypnosis recordings, which are, you can listen to them basically when you are expecting, as a form of relaxation, and they help you to really relax and get all your muscles really limp and loose instead of being tense. It helps a lot to sleep better because some people find it really difficult to sleep anyway, but when women are pregnant, especially in the last three months, it can be a little bit more difficult. They might be a little bit hot and heavy and oh, I feel like, oh my gosh, I can't sleep. They might be up very, very early because, you know, in the last month, you will be going to the toilet a lot more because the pressure on the bladder is there. So all these things make it really hard to sleep. And that's why you use an anxiety recording, a calming recording, a labor recording. So these are all recordings that are made for you, call you by name and help you to relax, to breathe, to be positive and to remember the joy of birth, to prepare you for everything that happens during the birth and afterwards and to really enjoy the baby. And the good thing about it is that when you are so relaxed, your baby can feel that. And that's amazing. The baby knows, you know, when it's older, especially uh, after the first trimester, the baby can feel the love, the acceptance, the energy from the mother and from the environment. And uh, sometimes I hear from my colleagues that they had sessions with people and they went back all the way to when they were in the womb and they heard their parents arguing and, um, and they remember those things. They were not wanted, they were not loved. And because of that, they had problems later. So remember this and just be calm as much as you can. Learn to love this baby that is within your body. Learn to love yourself. If it is so difficult, come to me and I will help you with RTT, hypnosis, coaching, all the tools I have to get the anxiety out of the way, to get you to relax, to enjoy as much as you can and if there are problems, to be comfortable in the problem, to be able to know that you can do this. Millions of people have been giving birth in all these hundreds of thousands of years and they did it, although it was difficult and in some occasions painful. It is something that can be done and why not doing it properly with all the possible support that we need in this very special moment of our Okay, so this was all for today. So I hope that this episode was useful for you. I realize that 50% of my audience will not be interested because not everyone is pregnant or maybe not everyone has a friend or a wife that is pregnant in this moment. But it's just so good to know that we can be helpful around people who are pregnant and help them to feel a little bit better about the whole thing. There's so much to worry about. So I hope that this was an episode that gave you some ideas and some suggestions. And if you have any comments, just let me know. You know how to reach me. And please feel free to share this episode with anyone who might enjoy listening to it. And click share and write a review if you feel that it was as good as you wanted. So thank you so much for being with me and I hope you will have a great day. Take care. Bye. You've listened to Create a Front Sydney.